0: Here we go, final seconds.
1: Clutch is his name, talking sports is his game. End
0: zone, touchdown, with no time left.
1: Pushing the limits. They
0: win on the last play of the ball game.
1: There are no limits.
0: Are you kidding?
1: Who can you count on to make the last throw or shot? Wow,
0: and the game is over. Mikey Clutch, this is the final play.
1: Unbelievable. We're back, we are back. Mikey Clutch and the Blitz Package, Justin Matt Hughes, J. Matt, Final Blitz coming at you Thursday before Thursday Night Football tonight between the Indianapolis Colts and the Denver Broncos. A lot of injuries on both sides. A lot of, or both running backs are going to be out, but before we get into that, we had some good football this past week. Week four gave us... A couple of upsets, a couple of good matchups. Um, we'll start with, you know, the Sunday slate. We had the London game, which I don't know. It, it was it was decent. It wasn't that bad of a game. Um, I, I thought New Orleans could probably upset Minnesota. Uh, you know, the guy misses. He makes a sixty-yard field goal and misses a sixty-one-yard field goal. Double doinked it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, a lot of people are trying to say you know it, it's comparable to Cody Parkey's, but not really. Cody Parkey's was like a chip shot, and this dude it was his sixth, second 60th field, 60-yard field goal in one game. Um, yeah, I, I thought I thought that, that was pretty, uh, pretty nice. Almost hit that. Uh, Cleveland traveled to Atlanta, loses to Atlanta. Uh, the Washington Commanders they lose to the Dallas Cowboys. Cooper Rush stays undefeated as the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Seattle goes to Detroit. Probably the craziest game as far as score uh, on Sunday, 48 to 45. Seattle gets the victory over Detroit and Detroit being able to put up 45 points without some of their key guys on offense. I thought that was pretty damn impressive. Tennessee goes on the road, beats Indianapolis Colts, 24 to 17. The bears travel to New York. They lose 20 to 12. The Jags. They go to Philadelphia. They lose twenty nine to twenty one. Trevor Lawrence not a good day. I believe he had four fumbles uh, on the on the day. Uh, you had New York Jets upsetting the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh with that comeback in the fourth quarter. Buffalo at Baltimore, very close game all the way through, but Buffalo able to drive down and win it. The Chargers at the Texans wasn't really that close. Uh, Chargers go ahead and beat the Texans. Arizona Cardinals at Carolina. Carolina just looking awful so far this year, even with Christian McCaffrey in there. Cardinals get the victory. The Patriots, down to the third string quarterback, Bailey Zappi, take the Green Bay Packers to overtime and lose by, by a field goal. Denver Broncos at Las Vegas. That offense still looks putrid. Vegas ends up getting the victory at home. Kansas City, great Sunday night game against Tampa Bay. They beat Tampa 41-31, and then Monday Night Football closing out with the Rams losing to the Niners on the road 24-9. Man, what games shook out to you last week? There were a couple from you.
0: Um, I'll say the uh, the Green Bay and um, the New England game. That kind of stuck out. Um, I was surprised that I mean, I, I, actually, I, I wasn't that surprised, but it's still, like, interesting to see. Uh, just the fact that it went into overtime, and, I mean, that's kind of expected, though, because the per- if, if, if you just look at the personnel, you would think it kind of necessarily doesn't match up, but that's still Bill Belichick, and I think that was a perfect example of why he is who he is, why we view him how we view him, for him to even be in that game, you know what I mean, without uh, Mac Jones uh was 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 pretty interesting I, I wasn't expecting that um what what was it who did the uh who did the Lions play uh Seattle yeah where did they ran that score up that was crazy I was like man that was that was intense and then um I'll say the uh Sunday night game I know we're gonna probably you know go over it but um man that game you know I, I'll say what I got to say about that but uh very, very surprising, very interesting. Um, yeah, I, I had a lot of takeaways from that game as well. Yeah,
1: some of the uh, a couple other ones that stuck out to me. Uh, Jacksonville on the road in Philly, Philly just cementing themselves as the top contender in the NFC. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you had Zach Wilson coming back and finally Kenny Pickett getting in there for the Steelers, and and kind of they had the lead, you know, that that defense just couldn't make a stop at the end. And New York, another two-touch, two-two-score uh, game that they came back on. Zach Wilson really looking good in that fourth quarter, and then obviously Buffalo and Baltimore. You know, we, we thought this one was going to be close. I, you know, I pushed on the damn spread on this one. It, it was Baltimore plus three, and they covered exactly. But yeah, I mean, they they weren't controlled that whole game. Uh, I thought they were going to be able to actually finish it out with a win, just based on their offense, but. Buffalo's defense stood up and they made the stop. But we'll go to that Sunday night game. You want to talk about Kansas City at Tampa Bay Bucks? Uh, you know the Bucks fumbling on that opening kickoff, and it just once you do that, you, you can't give Mahomes twenty-one yards to go in the beginning of the game. You know it's just it's too easy for him, and they scored in two plays. Took them forty-two seconds to get that first touchdown. Um, and then, then basically, Tampa's just playing catch up from there. Uh, they only get a field goal on their first drive, and and, and you know it's just this offense that we thought was going to take a step back with no Tyreek. Mahomes is finding other guys to get involved in um, the run game. The run game was probably the biggest surprise. You know, they they ran down the throats of Tampa, who's got one of the best rush defenses. So um, they were able to kind of drain the clock. Throughout the game and really put together long drives and t- chew up a lot of clock, uh, but yeah, I, I just I, I thought Kansas City played an all-around good game.
0: Yeah, man, um, completely agree with with, with you. Um, going into Week Five, you know, I've been on that uh, KC train. You know, they ain't finna make the playoffs. I've been completely in the in the, in the opposite direction of everybody else. This game actually made me feel like okay wait, maybe I need to pump the brakes. Maybe I need to get on on, on board because I, I just wasn't expecting it. Like, this season, like, I thought they would lose a few more games than they actually did. Um, They lost the Colts game. I don't think they deserved to lose that game. I think, you know, that was – yeah, they, they shouldn't have lost that game. That was the refs cheating and whatever. But, uh, like, the Chargers game, you know – of course, they had the injuries, you know, it was a prime time game. So that wasn't really fair. But that was also a, a good, fun, close game um, that they won. I, I thought that they would have definitely lost that game if the Chargers were healthy. Yeah. Uh, and this and this past Sunday, man, this Sunday night game, you know, Mahomes coming in. I know he had to be thinking about that Super Bowl loss, you know, first off, like avenging that. And then it's just. I really thought people was underestimating the losses. Tyreek Hill is phenomenal, top five receiver in my in my in my book, um, and on both sides of the ball. Uh, Tyran Matthew, who also got his first pick on Sunday, congrats to him. But um, I just thought people was really, you know, taking those losses for granted, and I, I, I was so surprised to see how this how this team operated against uh, a team that I consider in an in NFC uh, actual contender and the um uh Tampa Bay Bucks, so just to see Mahomes how they how he was able to 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 utilize all of these weapons, how he was able to spread them out, and uh, he still got that little Mahomes magic. So that with uh, Andy Reid's play calling, that play with the uh, tight end when he directed, you know, he acted like he was pointing to something, and the, and the tight end went over the uh, center and just uh, that was I've I've never seen that. That was beautiful. Um, I think you said it. Uh, on on Sunday in, a, in our uh, group chat, you know, um, Andy Reid is is the goat on offense, and, mm-hmm. and Bill is, is is the goat on uh, defense. And I think Sunday was a perfect example of that. We saw both of them do just that. You know what I'm saying? So they, they 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 had their game plans. They they stuck to it. But to just get back to this game, man, I was very surprised. I had the Chiefs losing this game. The goat, um, they didn't look bad, but I mean, this guy outplayed. Mahomes, I, that pass to um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire when he rolled out to the right, and he – I didn't even see him throw the ball the first time. Like, while like, watching that real time, I didn't even realize he threw the ball. They was like, touchdown. I was like, what? Like, I mean, just to see him utilize all of those receivers and all of those weapons. Like, we so used to the bombs, you know, the, the uh, big flashy plays with, with, with Tyreek Hill. It's, it's, it's just crazy to me. I didn't think that I did. I, I, I knew the game plan. I knew that they had multiple guys. I knew that they wanted to, you know, run this offense a little different besides just depending on, you know, TK and, um, Tariq, but just to see them actually putting this thing in motion and winning games and just how good Mahomes still looks. I I, I probably was wrong, man. I think I'm finna, you know, I'm, I'm gonna give it another week. I'm eating another, an, another week or two, but, um, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed and I might be wrong. Yeah. And
1: I mean, on the Buck side of things, it, they still put up 31 points. You know, it, again, yeah. th- this game could have looked completely different if they don't fumble the opening kickoff. And, and, and it, it, it might have been a one score game at the end of it. Um, K- KC doesn't just get two plays to score. Um, Tom Brady, that's his first game, you know, really getting all these guys, his weapons back. Uh, it's Still no Julio, but, I mean, obviously we knew that was going to happen when, when they signed Julio, that he was really only going to be available for a handful of games. But he got Mike Evans back after that suspension. Mike Evans, of course, two touchdowns, eight catches over 100 yards. Uh He, he you know, this is something that Brady was missing and then could have used against Green Bay. Chris Godwin comes back. He has 10 targets with seven kit catches. You know, Fournette was obviously in the past game, everybody got in the ball. They threw the ball 52 times. So I'm not too worried about the Bucs team. I think just because the NFC is a little weaker than the AFC, um, they're going to be there in the end. Like they're either going to make it to the conference championship or, or they're going to lose to a potential Super Bowl team um, in the divisional round. So I'm not worried about them. But with, with the Kansas City Chiefs being able to do what they did to that Tampa Bay defense, um, I, just, I love what I see on that offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs. That was the one thing that they've kind of lacked at. You know, especially in that Super Bowl loss against the Bucs because of those injuries. But, man, they upgraded big time, and they're going to be hard to beat because Mahomes, if he has time, he's going to be able to just dissect any defense and really go to work and and do what he wants. Um, I'm going to be interested to see, though, how they end up Monday night against the Raiders. I know they're at home, but they have the Bills the following week. They could be looking ahead, uh, and, and that game could be closer than the seven points. Um, that Vegas is setting on that spread. But um, I, I think the Bucks are going to be fine. Brady still looked really damn good. He, he started getting better as the game went along. He, he, there, there's a reason why he's going through a divorce right now, because if you watched him Sunday night, he's still got a lot of game left to play, and he doesn't want to hang it up yet. He's just 385 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. I mean, come on now. Uh, a
0: lot of game left.
1: A lot of game left. And, like, his arm strength is just still a thing of – it's nuts. It's nuts. Um, but, yeah, so that was that game. Let's go to Monday night.
0: Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, um.
1: Yeah, Monday night. We'll go to the yeah, – my, my favorite game of the week. The right Rams – go on the road, play San Francisco at Levi's Stadium. And, I mean, it really wasn't really that close at all. Uh, Not at all. Shanahan still seems to own McVay in the regular season. Jimmy is now 7-0. We all know that that record and how good they look against the Rams, um, seven straight. So, listen, kind of expected. Both offensive lines are beat up. I thought the Rams were going to have a little more luck against the Niners' offensive line, like how the Niners' defensive line was against the Rams' O line. So uh, I was a little surprised there. Uh, there was one play in, in the first half; it was, I think, it was on the first drive, and it, for some reason they forgot to block Aaron Donald. Nobody touched him, and so Jimmy had to make a quick throw right away on, I, I, well, like his second or third. Half half. In his face, you know, as soon as the ball was snapped. But um, I thought he looked good. I thought he looked good. Uh, You know, he's still working his way, getting some playing time with this squad, uh, practice, and getting more reps in. So I thought he did a phenomenal job. Debo's Debo. Takes that long, you know, takes 57 yards to the house, that catch. I I thought it was a great ball, too. He threw it where the defender couldn't even get it, and Debo was able to get it and and, and do the rest. But that Rams offense, uh, this is why I I don't think that they're – playoff team i really don't I, I think their offense the way it is it's a
0: playoff team.
1: absolutely not you you mm. see it, once teams start figuring out that all right give cooper cup his catches but if we matt stafford has been he's what leading the league in interceptions with six so far this year he, he they you can get plenty of pressure on him and again all he has is cooper cup you saw what happened, Cooper Cup. He was giving it to them. They were driving down the field, and they settled for field goals every single time. So yep. you know you can't be driving down and only kicking three when you know the other team's scoring some points on you. So this this team's in trouble defensively. I still think they're okay, but the the defense is going to be on the field a lot in a lot of, and they're going to start getting worn down because this offense, again, yes, you can move the ball with Cooper Cup, but if, if you're not putting up points. And Stafford's turning the ball over. I They're going to be worn down by the end of the game. And I I just I don't think as of now, because I, I don't see them figuring out the offensive line and another weapon for Matt Stafford, uh, they're not a playoff team in my eyes. They're just not.
0: Wow. Um, I'm not going to go as far as to say that they're not a playoff team. I think if anything, like you said, they can't move the ball with Cooper Cup. And that defense is still stout. Um, I know Jalen Ramsey hasn't looked the best these first couple of weeks, but I think they can at least still get to the playoffs in the NFC. Um, but you're not wrong. You're not. You're not. You're not wrong. Um, I feel similar. I don't know why Allen Robinson looks how he does, but he does not look good. He was killing it in um, you know preseason, um, like a, you know, like like training camp and all of that. I, I really thought he would, he would just slide right into this offense and be good. Great. But um it has not been that way. He does not look good. Look like he, he can't create separation. I don't I don't know what it is. He just does not look like himself. Um let me find out it wasn't all Matt Nagy and uh Alan Robinson just uh <laughs> couldn't get open that shit. Yeah. But um yeah, man, so that's that's uh surprising. Um they need all o- they need OBJ. That's the need. I hate seeing who is it, Cam Akers or whoever's wearing number three. I hate it. I hate seeing that. Um, it just doesn't fit. I I, I don't like it. Yeah, man. They just, like you said, Cooper Cup is the only valuable option on offense for the Rams right now. And to be honest, <clears throat> Matthew Stafford probably should have had, I think, two or three more picks. I know, um, your boy Gibson, he dropped one in the end zone. I know very, very late. I think they called it. It was ruled a uh, turnover. I think it was ruled a fumble, but that was almost a pick. Um, he just, he just didn't look good, man. He needs more weapons. They need to find a way to get Odell Beckham back. Um, I don't, I don't know what the solution is for them on offense, but yeah, they just didn't look good. Um, to go to your Niners, they look great. Uh, they look great on both sides of the ball. They pretty much pulled that playbook out from last year and said, man, Jimmy, you know, you know what to do, run it. And, uh, it worked, it worked to per- perfection. Um, like I said, man, both sides of the ball, they created great pre- uh, pressure on Matthew Stafford. Um, that front seven was on on they, on their game. You know, Jimmy still wasn't throwing down, downfield, but who cares? I mean, if you win in football games and you, you know, if these screen passes is, is, is uh, working, you know, you had, uh, what's his name, Wilson Jr. He had the big run up the middle. I mean, they just just complete dominance. Um, you got Debo getting all of these. Um, Yak yards. uh, It was great. It was great to see um, just a perfectly ran offense as far as, you know, uh, playing to Jimmy's skill set. And it's it's just it's just it's it's always nice seeing a competent head coach use what's available to him. And you know what I'm saying? So because we know he wants to change the um, the offense, obviously, with uh, Trey Lance being able to move around in the pocket and, uh, you know, probably throw. You know, throw some uh, deeper passes, but like you know, Jimmy Jimmy is a winner, and uh, he proved it again, man. He proved it again. I was absolutely going against them. I had the worst week I think I've ever had in uh, with uh, pickems. I think I got ten. I think I got ten matchups wrong, and I was just off, man. I just had a bad week. I know you had a good week. Um, I, I'll let you talk about that, but um, yeah, man, I, had, I just had a, a terrible week picking, and uh, I definitely picked against the Rams. And excuse me. I definitely picked against the Niners and was completely wrong. I was dumbfounded. Uh, Debo Samuel, man, he had a day. I just complete utter dominance. Uh, it, was, it was it was pretty cool to see. And I, I actually consider um, San Francisco and Tampa, even Tampa with the loss. I still consider Tampa and San Francisco the top two favorites to come out the uh, NFC as of right now.
1: Yeah, and 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 that's what I have as well. You know, I know Philly's sitting there undefeated, but I just the strength of schedule. That's something I'll always look at because yes, you play who you play, but come playoffs, you play the best. And right now, they're not playing the best. I mean, and that's the whole division. The whole division. Yes, they all look good. Their division records what eleven and five. But if you look at the opponents of the Cowboys who lost to the Tampa Bay Bucks, who are going to be a playoff team, and then they beat a bunch of nobodies. Philadelphia. I mean, other than Jacksonville, I think Jacksonville is going to be a playoff team this year. And kind of Minnesota, but again, like, I never mind. The Philly, the schedule's not as bad, but beating up on uh, the commanders, that that's really nothing to show for. And, and the Detroit Lions, who has the worst defense in the league, not much to show for, and you only beat them by three. So, um Yeah, I I I like the Eagles, but I do think it come playoffs just like last year, Tampa Bay knocked them around pretty well in, in, in the playoffs. So I think the Niners and Tampa match up really well against the Eagles offense because if they can't run the ball, then I think you know you can make that offense one dimensional and beat them. But going to your Jimmy G point, like get the ball. It's it's quick out of his hands, and and that's why I like him there because he's decisive. He's not hanging on the ball. He, he doesn't have to let Ross develop because he throws the guys open. And that's the only reason why I didn't think Trey Lance right now was ready to to take this team uh, on a good playoff run because he's still indecisive there. He's still a little erratic in the pocket sometimes, and he's just he doesn't have that confidence yet. Um, so I really liked what I saw from Jimmy on that. Uh, let's go to the Baltimore and Buffalo game. The game was really close the whole time. Um, I mean, Baltimore in the first half looked like they were going to run away with it. Just the way that defense was flying around, causing issues, holding Josh Allen and and this juggernaut offense uh, to to 10 points in the first half, three in the first quarter. Um, and, And Baltimore had a 20 to 10 lead going into the second half but then they don't score again and a lot of people are you know half and half on the decision to go for it uh, uh right there on the goal line instead of kicking the field goal they're trying to go for the touchdown which I agree with your defense couldn't stop Buffalo really in the second half and they drove down anyway and scored they could have scored a touchdown but obviously they, they ran out the clock and kicked the field goal instead so um I like the decision from Harbo to go for it there you just don't want Lamar to throw the pick obviously but I was on the side. Why aren't they trying to like at least do an RPO? Uh, They just dropped Lamar straight back from shotgun and and allowed the Bills defense to just kind of sit back in coverage and and go right at Lamar. So um, I I thought Baltimore could have easily won this game. I think in the playoffs, I'm telling you, if these two teams meet again, Baltimore's beaten Buffalo.
0: Yeah. um, I didn't didn't actually, I didn't, I didn't get to see this game. Um, I was too busy. Um, Having a heart attack about the Bears. Um, but as far as yeah, man, I, I, I think the NFL is geared towards obviously money and ratings and all of that, right? But don't cheat the game, man. I mean, you know, if they don't deserve to win, they don't deserve to win. I mean, you got a bunch of fans, including us, watching. I didn't I, you know, I didn't I didn't see it, but you know, I am hearing I'm hearing a lot of people, that was like, Man, you know, it just the NFL basically, basically Uh, you know, had the refs, I guess, call this game, it looks like. I mean, you know, they just didn't look, from what I'm hearing, um, it wasn't their day. It wasn't – they shouldn't have got the win, and they weren't necessarily, um, I guess, controlling the game how people would have expected. You know, they seemed a little off or whatever, and it's been like that the past two weeks, even against um, Miami. So I think we all – Expected this team to be a juggernaut and just come out and just kind of smash these opponents, but I mean you can't cheat the game. And I think the Bills get on track this upcoming week, but against the uh, Ravens, man, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Um, I still got them winning the AFC if they if they if they matched up. I'm trying to. say. I don't know because I'm I'm not I'm not too sure about uh, this uh, Ravens offense. You don't have necessarily any wideouts who I fully trust. I know you know Lamar has been getting the ball to uh, DeVernay. Um, what's his name? The um, Bateman. Who Bateman? I know he's he's up and coming and he's looking all right, but he's he's, he's still unproven, man. I don't you know they need a, they could use OBJ as well. Mm-hmm. So I think you know at least give Lamar give Lamar one guy. <clears throat> I know he got an Andrews, the tight end. He's still a tight end. We need a number one wide out for Lamar. Get him a number one guy, and then I could see it. Then I could probably see it. If I'm if I'm taking him head up, I think I'm still go with the uh Buffalo Bills. I think from, from what I saw with the Bills, I think once they get rolling and we get deeper into the season and they get consistent, they get to clicking, everybody's healthy, you know, fully. Um I think they'll be okay. I know Gabriel, I know Gabe Davis. He missed like what was it? Week 2, I think it was maybe. Um, you know, so once they get rolling and everybody's consistently playing and I think I think the bills will be all right. So I'm a, I'm, I'm not going I'm not going to take you up on that. If if that if that comes up, I think I'm a, I'm a rock with the bills. We we we'll, we'll have us a, a better summer about that. <laughs> yeah, for
1: sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah, there were there were a couple wacky uh, penalty calls uh, against the Ravens which kind of screwed them on a few plays. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, the the game could have went either way and it went the Bills' way. Uh, but, yeah, finally, you mentioned the Bears. You're trying not to have a heart attack. Let's move to that game. I know everybody is, uh, at least the Bears fans, you know, you get a win here, you get a win there, and and the expectations start to rise. But, I mean, right here, against a bad, probably one of the worst 3-1 and teams we have, I get it. They're again three and one in that division with, with the schedule that they've had. I mean, you beat the you beat the Titans. Uh, you, you just now beat the Bears, and uh, you, you also well, you lost to the Cowboys, which again, and then you beat the Carolina Panthers by three. And, and this offense hasn't really put up that many points. This, this off, without Saquon Barkley, I mean, this is the worst offense in the league. Um, as the Giants, and, and it just it goes to show how weak this Bears team is. It, you couldn't really get things going. Uh, Justin Fields was finally thrown a little bit downfield, but, I mean, this Bears offense, they just can't do anything. And I, I think this is kind of what you get with a first-year head coach and a guy who has never called plays before calling plays uh, in uh Yeah.
0: Um, I'm gonna say it, it it doesn't piss me off as much as it did last year because I felt like he was almost set up. Like the play calling was so bad last year, I felt like it was almost a setup. That's seriously how I felt. Um and just to watch him be used improper was frustrating last year. So this year, like you said, I mean the first play of the game, you know, Justin Field got a he threw a dart to Mooney. Loved it. Um, <clears throat> we were so close for majority of the game that I felt like at the end, they just gave up. Muff the pun at the end, it seemed like the O-line just gave up. I mean, I don't know, man. And the cracks, I mean, it's always it's, it's the same thing every week. But like you said, it is a rookie head coach, and he has no weapons. What did you expect? Not you, but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's like, damn, man. it's You could just see it, and it's like they able to just pretty much key in on everything, and then the, the uh, bootleg plays. Oh, my God. I don't know what was happening <laughs> with those wide-open-ass spots in the field. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what that was. I don't know if that's um, um a, a, a coaching discrepancy. I don't know how you leave that much space. Wide open space. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what was happening with that, but it happened like two or three times. Um, that killed us. Like you said, Saquon just being as productive as he was. I watched him. He spent out of like I think two or three guys for sixteen yards. Oh he's just been so productive over these first couple of weeks. Um, yeah, man, they just gave up at the end, bro. It's, it's it's the same thing. It just gave up at the end. That o line was terrible. They gave up and. It's disappointing, man. It's disappointing as a Bears fan. And it's like, you know these things are coming, which is why I was so upset that we didn't do nothing in free agency. Oh, but next year we're going to have all this cap space. And it does not matter. That, that does not matter. We saw what happened with Andrew Luck. You know what I'm saying? He played for however long he played, and he just – he was done. His body broke down, and he, he didn't want to play football no more. He left. We saw what happened with, um, you know, RG3. He gets injured. Um, he's not supposed to be playing they force him back out there. I'm just scared of one of those wacky situations happening with the bears because you're not protecting him and that's a big thing. He can get hurt anything and it's for no reason and we had all of this cat space so I, i'm i'm fifty fifty I'm not completely out, but I think I think I was stand by what I was saying. it was a that was very stupid to not get him any help. And it's showing. It's showing in these games. It's a very winnable game. We played the Giants last year, blew them out. We beat the hell out the Giants last year. And I know, you know, you can't go back, go off last year. But I'm, I'm just, you know, just my thought process. I mean, I know they got, you know, Dable now, but Dable, but uh, unacceptable, man, unacceptable. I am a non-happy Bears fan. That, uh, unacceptable. I mean, I guess one bright spot is uh, Brisker. Yeah, he played all right. I mean, so, I,
1: I, he, he was, even in the preseason, he was the dude that jumped off the screen the most. Yeah. And I, I think you guys got a really good player in him. Uh, but yeah, you know, the play calling, but also just the lack of kind of I, at, at the end of the game of, of effort. And, and, and that comes up good, in that. Man. And, and that's, that points to the coaching. And yeah. when you see the Giants, they have Dable. This is the difference between a great head coach and um, an okay head coach. Dable's. Yeah. They won three games and two of those were really close games um, that, that they end up pulling off at the end of the game, uh, you know, with that field goal against Carolina. But yeah, and it's just, it's not fair to judge fields. And I know a lot of people are going to say, ah, oh, he sucks. You, you know, you need to get draft another quarterback or whatever. It, it doesn't matter who you draft. I mean, it starts with this offensive line, and look how bad every single quarterback that's played for the Bears in the last, what, six years, look how bad they've all looked because of they still haven't figured out the offensive line. I mean, I, I saw Fields running for his life on almost damn near every drop back. And, and you know, if it wasn't a play-action pass where he can roll out and, and somewhat fake the defense uh, or where guys are actually running open and he, and, and he hits them. Like, he hits the open guys. It's just he doesn't have time. He's always under pressure. And it's just, it, it's stupid. And, hey, listen, like, this is exactly what I said in, in the offseason. You did nothing to help him out on the line, and you gave him no weapons. Mooney, yeah, he, he he's a great number two, but he's not a one. And, you know, it's shown in the first few weeks. I mean, yes, he had his best day before catches, 96 yards, and, and, and one of those catches was a, 57, or a 54, 57 yarder. And that's half of your yards on, on one play. So I mean, they need to get a lot more help out there for fields. And, and honestly, I think Iberflus and Getsey, it's going to be another short term for your coaches. And like, and, and again, like you mentioned, yeah, you got all the cap space in the room in the world next year, but you got to bring some of the talent in. You got to be able to attract some of the talent. And I just don't know, based off of what people are going to see on film this year. I don't know if they're going to want to join the bears and, and be part of a rebuilding culture or at least getting the things on track here, but we'll see how, you know, polls, they had a great draft. So we'll see if they can kind of take that momentum in next year's draft because they're going to have a good pick. Uh, but yeah, I just, there's, I, there's no hope for me for the Chicago bears.
0: I mean um, I'm, I'm 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 gonna give it some time just because you know still early in the season and we could feel completely different about it in the next few weeks. But at the moment, yeah. You ain't I'll let you have that. You ain't you ain't you ain't, you ain't wrong. It's disappointing, man.
1: It, 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 yeah, it's just frustrating. Uh, all right, moving on to tonight's game. The <coughs> Denver. They play the Broncos, Russell Wilson and that Denver offense has looked awful. They're averaging half points per game, but luckily they play the Colts, who only average 14.3 points a game. Um, I mean, Colts, probably the biggest disappointment so far this year, uh, just based off last year. I mean, you tie the Texans, you get shut out by the Jags. You squeaked out a win to Kansas City, which, I mean, that game they should have lost anyway, just Kansas City shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, and then, yeah, you lose to Tennessee, which is going to be another really bad team this year. Um, I don't know. There's nothing that I've seen from the Colts that I like. At least Denver, they kind of move the ball. They just fumbles and not being able to punch it in on the goal line or in the red zone is just very concerning. I don't know what the hell's going on there, but they have at least moved the ball. And I do see this game, you know, the the Colts, too many injuries on the defensive side. And obviously, we know, Jonathan Taylor is going to be out. So I, I honestly see this as a one sided game. In I mean, it might not be a high scoring game. It might be like 24 to seven, if that. Um, but yeah, I just I, I don't see anything in, in the Colts' favor for tonight.
0: Um yeah, we completely agree. I feel the same way as putrid as the uh Denver Broncos offenses look. I just feel like I would bet on the talent that they do have on offense versus the talent that the Colts have on offense. Um, Like you said, both running backs are missing. Um, I like, I like uh, Melvin Gordon more than Hines. I'll give him that. (coughs) Damn. Excuse me. Um, He's been fumbling as of late. I don't like that. That's not positive. Um, They have more options at receiver than the uh, Colts. Paris Campbell, trash, I ain't gonna say trash, but I mean, you know, irrelevant. Uh, outside of probably Mo Alley Cox, kinda, and uh, you know Pittman. I don't, I don't see much. I like Russell Wilson more than Matt Ryan. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's just, I would bank on the talent that the Broncos have versus the Colts on offense, and then of course defense. The way Sertain guarded uh, Devonta Adams last week. He gonna shut Pittman down, and I, I expect him to be guarding him majority of the game if it comes down to it. So with that being said, man, yeah, I think we completely agree on who we think comes out on top. Uh, it could be a close game, right? I don't, I don't necessarily expect it to be a blowout or nothing, just based off how putrid uh, Denver is look. But um, we'll see. But I think we're on the same page with that. I agree. Denver got it.
1: Yeah, it's just going to be too tough for the Colts. I mean, you're, you're missing three key guys on defense. Shaq Leonard, um, he, he's going to be out with that concussion and the fractured nose. Tyquan Lewis, their defense tackles out, and then their safety Julian Blackman is also out. So, yeah, it's just too many, too many key injuries on that defense. As mentioned, the, the Denver Broncos, they moved the ball. So if you don't have Shaq Leonard out there, I, that, that just, that opens things up for the opposing offense. And, you know, they still got Buckner and they still got some good corners out there with Gilmore. Um, but yeah, I just think it's going to be too much for the Colts to overcome and no Jonathan Taylor. I mean, that, that, there goes your best running back, a guy who gets down, you know, runs downhill and can break a lot of tackles and you, you put in, you know, Hines, who, who, yeah, he's good in the passing game. He, he, you know, he, he's a good pass catcher, but, He's not a Jonathan Taylor who, who can just be a bruiser and run down your throats. And then obviously Javante Williams is going to be out for the year uh, for Denver, but they, they have Latavius Murray uh, and you know Melvin Gordon who who was a starter before and, and can get you good yards. He just got to hold on to the ball. So uh, I just I don't see this one being a field goal game. I I mean who knows? I mean Denver could just look as bad and really confirmed they're not a playoff team at all and won't even be competing for that division if they go out there and lose tonight or it's a close game. Like, I don't know if it's close and low scoring. I just, these are two bad teams and you know, I have no hope for either of them.
0: Yeah. Um, like you said, that, uh that could be an underrated pickup. They did pick up Latavius Murray. Um, I forgot to mention the Randy Gregory um injury as well that may play a, a part. I'm not convinced on Bradley Chubb either, man. I, I I've been holding out. I've been thinking, you know, because he been he been real, you know, he, he he been injured, and I've been I've been thinking, okay, if he could just kind of stay healthy, he'll be all right. Yeah, man, I'm not I'm not sold on him. My whole perspective has kind of changed on him as well. Um, you know, like I said, uh, they missing uh, uh Justin Simmons. But the defense still seems, you know, competent, I guess. I mean, Sertan looks like a superstar. So I'm I'm betting on that and the lack of offensive weapons once again that the Colts have, I expect him to shadow Pittman Jr., which is Matt Ryan's clear number one target and uh gonna shut that down. So I think the offense will struggle tonight. And we'll see what happens with the defense. But I like I like Russell Wilson with Jerry Judy, Melvin Gordon and um Cortland Sutton versus, you know, what I'm saying that defense. So, if it comes down to it, if I got to choose the defense versus the offense, so we'll see what happens. Uh, like you said, I don't, I don't think it's going to be necessarily a field goal game, but um, I give them maybe a ten point win, ten twelve, something like that. We'll see. AFC yeah.
1: matchup. I'm gonna take Denver in this one too, but with hesitation because I get it. Their defense has looked good, and they do have a lot of key injuries on that side of the ball as well. But I mean, other than The Niners game, the Texans and the Seahawks. Yeah, you held both of those teams to, you know, seventeen and nine points. But those offenses, those quarterbacks, aren't really the guys that are gonna put up points on you. And then you had Derek Carr last week put up thirty-two on you guys. So um, yeah, I I just this team can be scored on, uh, and I just I want to see if Matt Ryan Matt Ryan responds here. Uh, He's been upset with his play and. Honestly, I have, two. I was, I was kind of shocked that everybody was really high on the Colts because they upgraded from Wentz to Matt Ryan. But, I mean, if you watch Matt Ryan the last couple of years, he's kind of on the tail end. He's not that good anymore. He really isn't. Um, and he had, you know, better weapons in Atlanta than he does now. So I didn't understand why people were really high on the Colts other than that defense, and they have a lot of injuries. And the offensive line is still really great, but um, they're a quarterback away. Uh, which is unfortunate but yeah i'm gonna stick with denver tonight but i wouldn't be surprised of the upset
0: it was definitely the defense and just the thought of whether it be a slight one i don't think we expected a big quarterback upgrade but definitely a quarterback upgrade over carson Wentz. i think people was looking at including myself that and like you said that defense so yeah but we'll see
1: we will see. All right. That's going to do it for us. Be back on Saturday. Give game picks on Sunday. The Jeffrey pick three. We finally got a rookie watch. Rookie watch. And that only applies to quarterbacks, but we got one starting finally on Sunday. So we'll get into that. Uh, but for the final play and the blitz package, the final blitz, a Mikey Clutch. For Justin Matthews, have a good Thursday night football. You have just tuned into the final play with Mikey Clutch on ChicagolandsportsRadio.com. It's not just sports, it's a way of life.